Welcome to the podcast series, Withers Talks Cryptocurrency. I am Charles Kolstad, a partner in Withers Global Cryptocurrency Practice Group, and I am delighted to be hosting this podcast series. In these podcasts, I am asking cryptocurrency-related questions to my Withers colleagues around the world. With me today is Gina Bibby, IP and technology partner and head of our global fashion check practice based here in LA. Before we get started, I want to remind listeners that anything discussed in this podcast is for informational purposes only, and we're not providing any legal investment or other advice. Today's topic is NFTs and digital only fashion. We've talked about NFTs in a few of our episodes now, including episode six on NFTs in the art world, and episode seven on investing in NFTs from an Asia perspective. But we haven't heard about blockchain and NFTs in the world of fashion. So let's get started. Gina, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, Charles. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you. You recently co-wrote an article titled, NFTs, Is Art Mimicking Fashion? that focused on digital-only fashion and the use of NFTs in the area of fashion. What are NFTs in fashion and digital-only fashion referring to? Sure. So this is a really exciting area, and um, it's not surprising, Charles, that we would be having this conversation because one of the laws that you learn in engineering is something called Moore's Law. And what Moore's Law tells you is that the speed and capacity of computers will incrementally increase every two years. So you can only imagine that we would be where we are now and where we're going to be 10 years from now and 20 years from now. So I think the concept of digital-only fashion, if you had mentioned it a decade ago, people would have scratched their heads. But now we're kind of, um, a lot of our lives are, are uh, in the metaverse, we call it. And so uh, there's been a movement in the fashion industry, and there are um, very specific fashion houses that are, are focused on digital-only fashion. And what these uh, fashion brands are doing is they're creating digital-only fashion, meaning you can only wear it in the metaverse. Um, and the idea came about as a result of seeing Instagram uh, celebrities, I'll call them, posting online in garments and other sort of fashion and accessories just for a one-time post. And so folks thought, well, why, why do that? Why couldn't we just have digital-only fashion and um, Instagram uh, celebrities and gamers and what have you can have digital garments rather than having to purchase actual physical garments. And so um, I think that was the genesis of digital-only fashion, and now it's really taken off. I think there are approximately 10 or so uh, digital fashion houses throughout the world, 
And um, these fashion houses um, are selling, most of them are just selling their digital only fashion directly to consumers and then that consumer would engage a 3D engineer or a 3D artist to uh, fit the digital garment onto that individual's um, online or metaverse presence, you know, like in photos and videos and things of that sort. But then, um, in 2019, digital-only fashion and the monetization of digital-only fashion went next level when a, uh, a digital fashion house uh, created, the, the fashion house is called Carlings, and they created um, a dress that's called the Iridescence, and instead of selling the dress directly to consumers, they put it on the blockchain as an NFT and sold it on the blockchain. So that's kind of the genesis of digital-only fashion and digital-only fashion in uh, conjunction with NFTs. Fascinating. So if I'm playing League of Legends, are you saying that I could buy my own digital fashion for my characters as opposed to using what's already being provided? Yeah, I mean, the sky is the limit there, and I actually think that that's a great question because gaming uh, presents a lot of opportunities for these digital fashion houses as well as mainstream fashion brands to include luxury brands. So if you're a gamer, which I'm not, um, gamers have accoutrements that are called skins. And so you can adorn your gaming character with various accessories and clothing and what have you. And so um, in the context of gaming, being able to adorn your character, your video character with digital only fashion, I think is a really exciting area. And frankly, I think it's going to be a very lucrative area for fashion brands. So I suspect then that the fashion brands, the digital only fashion brands are watching the Apple versus Epic lawsuit with uh, great interest uh, because that's going to affect how much Apple gets to take out of everybody's fees for selling skins and so forth. Yeah, definitely. I, 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 I do think that. And, you know... In addition to those types of issues, you know, there are some intellectual property ownership issues as between the gamer and uh, the gaming company when you're customizing your video characters and, and, and the like. And then there's also, um, you know, some ownership considerations around what happens when the gaming platform no longer exists and you've created this amazing gaming character with luxury fashion and all of that, you have to have a context in which to operate that, that, that entity. And um, if the platform goes away, then what happens to your character and all your fancy digital clothes? Who knows? I think the answer is poof. <laughs> yeah, I think it is, and it actually presents some contractual issues as between the gaming company and the gamers or similar companies like gaming companies because if you say to them in a contract, you own this character, 
this is your property. And then you take the platform in which that property can only exist away, then you know, it seems like there may be some contractual issues and um, other issues around that particular problem. So, so you're going to be very busy for the next 10 years. I hope so. That's my hope. That is my hope. Well, changing uh, focus slightly, sustainability and the impact of the COVID virus are two hot topics right now impacting the fashion industry. How do blockchain technology, digital-only fashion, and NFTs fit into those areas? So I think what the pandemic did um, was to accelerate the, um, the fashion industry embracing technology. At the peak of the pandemic, uh, it was very difficult to move product around. The supply chains were completely broken down. Well, not completely, but mostly broken down. And so things like designing digital fashion became even more important because then you could, um, you didn't have to make a physical sample and then ship it somewhere and then um, have the uh, mill or um, other entity that received your sample look at the sample and then ship it back. You do it all electronically and that's what a lot of software platforms that facilitate um, garment design in a uh, digital form were really helpful with. And, and so you had that going on during the pandemic. And then also, um, I'm not certain that the pandemic was really the thrust for this. It was already happening before the pandemic, but um, sourcing sustainable materials has become an increasing priority for um, fashion brands and also transparency. So I would say sustainability and transparency have become really important for fashion brands. And where uh, the blockchain comes in with respect to that is you can use microchip technology to trace the beginnings of a garment or a bag or any other accessory from the field to the consumer. And I think that consumers are pushing brands to include luxury brands to have more transparency. Uh, around where they're sourcing their uh, materials, whether or not the source of the materials are in the context of uh, child labor violations or um, what's going on in Xinjiang, China, with respect to the Muslim labor camps. And so the blockchain, because of its decentralization and its ability for authenticity, um, immutable authenticity, really, I think, will help fashion brands um, promote sustainability, sustainable practices and transparency. Fascinating. I just saw that the major shareholder in LVMH is now the richest person in the world, richer than Jeff Bezos. So that just shows how important fashion is and luxury goods are in the world today. 
Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at the statistics recently, but the last I looked, which would have been maybe a couple of years ago, the fashion industry is a multi, multi-trillion dollar business. And so it's one that should not be ignored. And I think it is also one that should really think consciously about embracing technology because technology is not going away. And I think there are certain efficiencies that can be built into um, uh, the fashion industry, both around transparency and sustainability and uh, speed to market and customization of um, of products for consumers using data science technology and what have you. So I think really um, the sky is the limit. So anytime there's a technological change, history suggests that that creates investment opportunities for investors in startups and it sounds like that's not going to be any different in the fashion space. No, I, I, I think you're absolutely right. I think that um, investors will, to the extent that they're knowledgeable, will start looking at some of these um, digital-only fashion brands. And I think that uh, other brands, like your mainstream brands, are, are going to look to monetize digital fashion. Um, in a recent article in Vogue Business, Gucci, uh, in an interview, expressed that we should not be surprised if in the very near future one of the luxury fashion brands sells um, digital-only fashion on the blockchain using NFTs. So it's there's a lot to be done there. The other thing that I, I, I think is a real opportunity for brands, particularly luxury brands, because they're so aspirational for most people. Um, and for those who can afford them, they there's a lot of um, there's a lot of interest in luxury fashion and brands. I think if you marry the luxury brand community with the gaming community, you can imagine a scenario where you have um, uh, characters in a video game wearing Louboutin shoes and Gucci bags and you know Prada and you know the sky's the limit there and I think it will actually be very lucrative for these brands to engage that community. History suggests that wherever people think they can make money they head to so I, I, I suspect that you're right there Gina they, the, the opportunities for the luxury brands today to leverage uh, at a relatively lower cost investment into the digital only fashion seems like an opportunity that they'd be silly not to take. Yeah, and it's it's you know not only is it a, a way to uh, monetize. Have a different channel of monetization for your business, but it also plays into the the drive towards sustainability, because you're not you're creating digital only fashion. You're not polluting the environment. You're not adding to the landfills. You don't have dead stock and scrap fabric floating around from these digital garments. And so I think it's a double play for them. That's great. Well, thank you, Gina, for the discussion today. You're welcome. It was a pleasure, Charles.
And to all our listeners, thanks for joining this episode of our Withers Talks Cryptocurrency Podcast. As always, if you have any other questions, please feel free to reach out. Thank you.